Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so this is the first episode of the Irish Whip podcast. I guess I'm your host, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Accompanied by the other host, Darren. Yeah, that's me. That's Darren. <laughs> And we're here to do, I suppose, a weekly podcast talking about WWE. Uh, as weekly as we can. As weekly as we can. There's maybe two weeks this month where we'll have to, st- where we'll have to rush it. Because yes. I'm getting <laughs> surgery and I'll be in England as well. A semi-weekly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bi-weekly. <laughs> by year by when we When we feel like it, we'll put out a new podcast. Uh... Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We're gonna shoot for maybe once a week, and if we can't, we'll do two. We'll yeah. do two the week after yeah. if we missed it. Don't tell them that. That's or, a lie. Or an ec- we'll do some longer if we miss a week. We'll do the next episode. Will be slightly longer than the last. Yeah, we'll run down the matches that were decent the week before, so we can just hope we're all wasn't good the week we missed. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll be covering Lucha Underground when it comes back in January, I think. Yeah, you're going. You're basically the WWE guy, and I'm basically going to do the Lucha Underground stuff. Yeah, I, I think I got the short end of the stick there. Well, it's because I give up on Raw more qu- more quickly than you yeah. do. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a battered wife that just keeps coming back. To it, it, it's the thing is you've got family who you can talk to about Raw, yeah. but I've only got you who I can talk to about Raw. So like. Anything I give up on, I can just be like, what happened on Raw this week? See, that's that's the thing. My brother and sister have given up on Raw. They, they? Come, they come to me to ask what happened on Raw. <laughs> so now, now you just feel bad if you don't yeah. pick up on it. Because like, everyone else I talk to about wrestling is basically the same stuff I only watch in wrestling. Yeah. And then I'm like, you should watch Lucha Underground. And then they watch Lucha Underground and that's all we talk about. Yeah. I, I will go back and watch the first season that is on. Just so you can catch up. Yeah. But as we know, one storyline is not happening in Lucha Underground season two. But that that's a spoiler for what's coming up on mm. the podcast. So, um... One thing I will say, I'll just start off on Lucha Underground quickly because there has been some news about Lucha Underground. Is apparently they got a big cash flow. Mm, I heard that. So... They're going to record season three, like, straight after season two, so we don't have to wait the, what, four or five months uh, that we have to wait now? I think it's been two months now since they stopped season one. Yeah, it's been a couple of months. Yeah, it's going another, to be another two months until season two comes out. Yeah, I heard um, they're going to... I'm not really sure how they're going to break down... It's going to be like less money per episode if they do the same amount of episodes. Yeah. But they could cut down the number of episodes, spend like the same amount of money per episode and get two seasons out of it. That being said, why are they really losing with, with that? Because the only thing that has a lot of money involved in it is the cutscene stuff. Yeah, yeah, the- Whole, well, there's you have to build like the temple as well. They've already got the temple built. I've seen uh, a picture. Someone was put. Someone put up a picture of the temple being built, and I fucking creamed myself. <laughs> also, there's certain people that they don't have to pay anymore. Yep, two people. Two people. Three. Uh, no, two. They're WWE's looking for someone else who hasn't jumped ship yet. Who are they looking at? Uh, the guy who jumps off all the buildings. Oh, the mad bastard! Yeah, yeah I yeah. can't remember his name. Um, I say this to my friends all the time. It's like I'm really bad with remembering yeah. names. He's 
He, I, I haven't watched Lucha Underground, so I don't know the, his but name. But you know the guy, because yeah. I've shown you the clips. He's the guy that jumps off the shit. Yeah, but they they want him. They want him in Raw mm-hmm. or NXT, but he hasn't officially jumped yet. Very likely going to NXT. Everyone He's going to jump off something. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's off a building or off to WWE yeah. remains to be seen. I suppose we should tell people about ourselves. So I guess I started watching wrestling in, I think, I can't remember the exact year, but I was about five or six. And I, I, I came home one night to watch Cartoon Network and it's after nine o'clock. And after nine o'clock, it switched on to Turner Network Television. And on Fridays, they played Nitro. So I turn it on and I see, I think it was like Public Enemy putting a guy through a table. And I was like, nah, that can I stay up late and watch this? And they're like, oh, fine, you can stay up like 10 minutes. And then Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, should I say, came out. And they're like, oh, that's Hulk Hogan. I was like, who's Hulk Hogan? Oh, he used to wear yellow and red and was a good guy. And then Sting came down from the rafters and beat the piss out of 40 men. <laughs> and I was hooked. <laughs> and it's been a, a, a love-hate relationship with pro wrestling since then, I think. I can't remember when I started watching wrestling. I can't remember at all. I know I've got a VHS tape, I think, of the day before Undertaker's appearance. Not Undertaker, Kane. I think I've got a VHS tape of Kane's first appearance. When was it a cage match? It was the very first Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, and he like rips the cell door off. I'm pretty sure that's the VHS I've got, which is probably the first time I would have watched wrestling. But I would have been like one at that point. No, that was in '97. Was it? Yeah, Kane's not that. He's old, but not that old. I thought I was certain Kane came back, uh, arrived just a little bit after Taker. But yeah, that's the first thing I can remember is Kane ripping off the cell door. Yeah, that that's the first thing I remember. And then I just watched ECW. How did you get ECW? I don't know, but I watched it. <laughs> like, I watched a shit ton of ECW when I was like seven or eight years old. So anyway, I suppose we should um, move on to the main event, as it were. Let's talk about Hell in a Cell. Going into it, there wasn't much of a build anything no um, nothing New Day versus the Dudleys was the biggest build I don't know Ray versus Roman they've been feuding for months they've been feuding for like six months at this stage since Money in the Bank yeah but who cares <laughs> yeah that's that's the problem <laughs> um, I'll tell you who doesn't care everyone after that promo Roman pulls yeah oh I the felt this, bad for Roman Reigns the, the this is real life promo he pulled <laughs> that's it was like a seven minute promo that felt like 20 minutes. Yeah. Not so, in the good way. Oh, uh, This like, isn't New Day uncensored 17 minute promo. But like it was a 17 minute promo that led into a singles match between him and Braun Strowman. Mm. Uh, which, a match which involved a, a, like an iron claw, like nerve hold. Mm. Yeah, nothing in Hell in a Cell had any build at no, all. Like, Rollins became, had, like, it was, there was no real, like, you had the match two weeks previous on Raw. Mm. Like, you had a lumberjack match between Rollins and Kane two weeks previously. But, but anyway, I suppose 
on the pre-show... Um, One thing we should say as well is that what you were saying was that the cell is huge now. Yeah, the cell looked bigger. I was, lo- I was on Twitter and... Uh, one of the other podcasts I listened to were saying that, like, if Undertaker troops mankind off that cell, mankind would be dead right now. They'd still be falling. Yeah, like, off the off the new cell. Because the old cell was big enough for, like, one guy to squeeze into the side. Yeah. But now it's big enough for both men to be inside there. Yeah, it, 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 I, I don't know if it's me or what, but it, it looked bigger to me on the screen. Whether it's just I, in my mind. It or... probably was, because they fit a, t- fit a table in that side they did yeah i don't think they got it before yeah and i'm pretty sure that's the only reason it was there was so they could do mm. do what happens <laughs> it certainly wasn't the same cell that taker and mankind used mm. anyway, or the sure. undertaker and rikishi yeah <laughs> the bomb heard around the world anyway the pre-show match was ziggler cesaro and neville Versus Rusev, Sheamus, and King Bad News Wade Barrett. Mm. Um, I didn't watch it. Neither did I. Yeah, missed, <laughs> missed the pre-show completely. Axel um, Riley wasn't on the new on the opener. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we haven't seen Curtis Axel or, or Damian Sandow in months at this stage. Speaking of Curtis Axel, he's now been in the Royal Rumble for. 277 days as of the 30th of October yeah. he's been in the Royal Rumble for 277 days <laughs> this has been your Curtis Axel yeah. update every week I'll be updating uh, I might even make a sound effect for this for this <laughs> session so pretty sure much neither of us watched it um, but face team won apparently it was a decent enough match for you know, a six man tag but it's all good people. Yeah, all people who probably deserve better. Yep. <laughs> uh, first match of the night. The John Cena United States Open Challenge. Mm. Cena comes out. He says he cuts a little bit of a promo saying, uh, I'm not going to talk. I'm just here to fight. And whose music should play but Jack Swagger's. <laughs> and um, out comes Zeb Coulter on a little scooter thingy yeah um <laughs> apparently like that's for actual medical purposes so yeah. we, we should say as well as like when these things happen we're usually talking on on uh yeah we, we we tend to talk on like uh steam chat. chat yeah and uh and both of our reactions was what the fuck is <laughs> happening <laughs> I, I didn't think you realised it was Zeb Coulter either. No, I, I like... It took you a few seconds to realise it was Coulter. Like, <laughs> I re- I noticed immediately. Because, <laughs> like, I saw the moustache and I was like, that's yeah. Zeb Coulter. <laughs> I was like, really? Jack Swagger? Really? Really? <laughs> Swagger of all people. But no, Zeb, Zeb Coulter rolls on out. Uh, he's got, like... <laughs> He's got an American flag <laughs> tied to the back, or that might have been on Raw, but he had like an American yeah. flag tied to the back of his scooter. I think it was Raw, is what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. And um, he he comes out and says to Cena, um, basically, you're not doing enough with the United States title. Holy shit, I just realized. Do you think Zeb Coulter is there because of the Hulk Hogan thing? How, how do you mean? Because he's not a racist. Because <laughs> Zeb Coulter isn't a racist. Yeah. 
This is this is how they're going to answer that controversy months later. They've done stupider things. They have done stupider things. We don't hate like people with mental disabilities. Look, Eugene is fighting the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene is getting the piss beaten out of him by yeah. Kurt Angle. Yeah, like look how equal we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the diversity quotas for you. Yeah, like I'm. I wouldn't not be shocked to find this out though. I'd say it's unlikely. Um. Anyway, going into this match, my prediction for John Cena's opponent was legitimately the Big Show. Who was mine? I think you, I wanted one of the NXT guys to come yeah, up. I think you thought like Joe or Balor. Yeah, I wanted Joe Balor or Zayn. Yeah, someone, or even uh, what's his name. He appeared on Raw. Oh, Tyler Breeze? Yeah, I wanted Tyler Breeze or Sami Zayn. Someone who was already called up. Yeah. Or Hitami or something like that. That's what I was expecting, was that it was going to be for the for the new guy. Yeah. For one of the new guys to come out and take the title. Because anyway. everyone knew Cena was dropping the title that night. Yeah, yeah. It's been rumoured for a mm, couple of months now that Cena's taking time off. Mm. And won't be back till like January, late December-ish. Yeah, so like everyone knew he was going to drop the title. Yeah. So I thought they were going to give it to an NXT guy to yeah. see if they can hack being a champion. Once Coulter came out, that, yeah. <laughs> that immediately dropped. Yeah, once once we heard uh, Jack Swagger's music, it was kind of, what is going on? Mm. Seb Coulter rolls out, says Cena, of all people, is not doing enough with the United States title. Which makes no sense. And I'm not a racist, though. Simply <laughs> yeah, not a racist. And to prove he's not a racist, he announces that he has formed a little bit of partnership with um, Alberto Del Rio, who got a really good reaction. Um, I was not expecting Alberto Del Rio. Neither was I. I I'm I, I'm really salty about it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was expecting. I I, I knew. That they they were looking for to make a new Latino star mm. or to bring back an old one, but I did not think. I was I was real salty about Del Rio coming back. Why? Because he was great in Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But I I know why he jumped ship. He's get like it was announced what two days ago. I was getting a fucking piss ton of money. Yeah, for like like an RVD contract yeah. basically. For like limited dates, like he's not Lesnar limited yeah. dates, but like he's RVD limited dates. Yeah. So like, he's getting millions. He doesn't have to work SmackDown basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess got real salty about it. Yeah, he's getting like one and a half million or something. Mm. It's it's stupid money. Stupid money for what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Del Rio comes in. Uh, this was a very short match. It's like. 10 minutes I think it was a little bit less than that even like for what Cena's been doing lately he's been mm. doing pushing 20 minute matches yeah his US Open stuff I like this ran 10 minutes at most I don't have the exact time mm. Del Rio won with like a a, a super kick a super kick Cena was on his knees Del Rio hit his super kick and pinned Cena cleanly for one two three um yeah it was it was really it happened so abruptly <laughs> yeah no one was expecting it like the la- like every scene of match that 
he's done with the US Cena, title. Cena can take like five F5s, yeah. but he can't take a super kick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like he's, he's kicked out of everyone's finisher three times at least in, mm. since he's been defending the United States title. That's what annoyed me the most. <laughs> and one, one super kick, one, two, three, done. Yeah, it pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was unexpected, I'll say. So now we've got a new US champion in Del Rio. New United Who's going to drop it when Cena comes back. Yes. <laughs> and then he's going to go back to being a mid-carder who does nothing. Like he did the last time he was on WWE. But he'll be getting paid more. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Good so, man, Del Rio. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was... It was a decent enough match. Um, what Do you, you want to give a rating for it or... Oh no! I didn't really watch the match. I got, I saw the opener, and then I saw a super kick. That's basically all I seen. Yeah. In a in that match, it was because I just didn't care. I was just so salty. <laughs> I suppose I'll. I was like, I was like, who's Johnny Mundo gonna fight now? <laughs> that was my problem. <laughs> Big questions. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know if we should come up with a rating system. Maybe um, in the future. Yeah. Second <clears throat> match was the first Sound Cell match of the night. It was Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. It looks like this is going to be the blow off. This is the last match of uh, their feud, thankfully. It wait, was, did, was the cell lowered for every other match? What What do you mean? Was the cell like, um, like, uh, like down? For every other match. No, they they had it suspended above the ring. I don't know why they wouldn't wait until after the next two matches and then have the match and they don't have to fucking lift and put down the cell anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's probably better just to break it up, like, Mm. to have two cell matches, one after the other. So, Bray versus Roman. This was the best match in their feud. Yeah. Easily. It's because uh, Braun Strowman wasn't there. <laughs> no matter why anyone says to me, I'm never going to like Braun Strowman. But he's so beefy. He just... I'm sure that's what Vince said when he came in. <laughs> Look at him, he's yeah. so beefy. <laughs> he's delivering food. <laughs> oh, look at the biceps on that man. <laughs> Fucking goddamn. <laughs> that, that, that is the only reason why he's there. He is. That is... Like he's 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 fine. He's fine. He's he's like he's every big man that gets brought in to be fed to the Undertaker yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that that's a bit of foreshadowing for the for the end of this pay per view. Yeah. Uh, Bray versus Roman. There was lots of spots where one person would set up like a table and they would go through it themselves. Yeah. It was it was a bit of a spot fest, um, but. It was an enjoyable match. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, well, what didn't I say to you, Bray, Roman Reigns is going to get in trouble for the, for smacking Bray in the face with the kendo sticks. I, I think they just completely forgot that, about that towards the end. That's the only thing I remember in that match was like Reigns had the two kendo sticks and you started wailing on Bray with them. Yeah, there was one that was clo- very close to the to the head. Yeah, there was two that were very close yeah. to the head. Um, <laughs> and then there was the um, putting the kendo stick into the turnbuckle and doing like a throat yeah. jab with it. 
that that was the finish. Uh, Bray set that up, and mm. he was going to throw Roman into it. And Roman, Roman countered, and threw Bray into the candlesticks, and finished with a spear. There was a let's see, I have a thing written here. Um, there was a a nice spot where uh, Bray goes for like a sister Abigail. Yeah, and Roman like rolls through it and that was quite good um well there was like three tables they went through uh i know roman went through one bray did like the rock bottom yeah i was just i was just about to say that's the only one i can remember is the rock bottom through the Um, the table i think he speared bray yeah bray went got speared through a table and i think there was like one more that may or may not Mm. have been used Overall, it was a decent enough match. Um, there was there was a surprisingly positive reaction for Roman. Like he's starting to win the fans over. Yeah. Well, it, it it's not like the Royal Rumble where it just seems like you're handing it to him. Yeah. No. He he's he's definitely improving. He should not be given as much mic time as he's been given. <laughs> because no, but like Dean Ambrose should be the mic guy yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically his hype man. Yeah, basically. But like, yeah, Reigns is grand in like bursts of three sentences. Yeah. Uh, any longer. The and champ is here. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Just have him walk out and be like, I'm here to punch you in the face. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I think I'd be more over for Bra- for Reigns if that's all his promos were. Mm. <laughs> I'm here to punch you in the face. Let's have at it. <laughs> that, that's all you need to get this guy over. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. Let's just get a, it on. Yeah, just a Goldberg kind of thing. Yeah, like, that's that's actually exactly what I was thinking the other night. Yeah. How, I mean, not don't protect them as much as Goldberg was protected. Yeah. Because, um, like, Goldberg was way too protected from watching WCW. He didn't lose like for four years. No, I think <laughs> he 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 lost like five matches in his career or yeah. something like that, <laughs> and like none of them were clean. Well, maybe one. Anyway, this was so far the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, which wasn't really saying much. It was more fun. Yeah, it was to watch. Um, it was a well put together match, uh, well paced. Crowd were into it. Uh, crowd were kind of yeah, on that start. Did Reigns enter through the crowd or did you go he, through? He did, yeah. Because I wasn't sure because he comes through the crowd and then it kind of ruins his entrance when he has to walk over yeah. to the cell door to get in, <laughs> which he did have to do. Yeah, because I didn't watch the entrances. I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, overall, end of the feud. Hopefully, they move on to new things from here. Yeah. Uh, next up, New Day versus the Dudley Boys for the those cowardly Dudleys. <laughs> those those table destroying, furniture hating, <laughs> old cowards. <laughs> They were without Xavier Woods, who yeah. uh, kayfabe was in hospital recovering from being put through another table. Uh, in real life, he was... I, I think he was getting married this weekend. I've heard that. 
Um, I don't know who who he was marrying though. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Maybe maybe your man from up up down down. <sighs> Oh, Murphy. Yeah, makes, uh, makes such a lovely couple. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember at all who he's getting married to. No, I don't. But he know. he was gone from the picture, so it was just two on two. Yep, Biggie and Kofi carried carried their weight. Well, they, they're Kofi's a better promo than I realize. Kofi's been doing it longer than yeah. the other two. Like Xavier and Biggie. Like Kofi, Kofi was already. Um, was already a main eventer like two three yeah. years before new day even t- was a thing before biggie and woods were even in wwe yeah uh kofi was already a, a main eventer fighting randy orton and the like uh upper mid card not i don't say main eventer but definitely upper mid card i mean kofi is like a 10 time champion mm. he's got like i think five ic titles yeah about Three or four US titles, and he's won like the tag titles a bunch of times. Yeah, um, I always remember when when Kofi like turned me to liking him is when it, he was having that like street fight with Randy Orton or Sheamus. I think it was Orton, and he does the he does what's his uh, top move it's like his turnbuckle move. Oh, it's not Thunder in Paradise. Um, sure what's called yeah but he he does his finisher like off of the crowd through the <laughs> through one of the tables and i was like yeah i can get behind that <laughs> biggie and kofi v dudley's uh it was i don't know at this stage i'm not sure where the dudley's go because they've lost to the new day about five or six times <laughs> yeah. at this stage yeah like they brought him in after SummerSlam. Um, like the day, the night after SummerSlam, they fought him at Night Champions and lost. Uh, they fought him at the Madison Square Garden event and lost. They've lost to him a bunch of times on Raw. Yeah, and they they've lost they lose again tonight. So, I mean, what? Why? <laughs> they don't deserve a tag ch- shot anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at this stage, you you haven't got the job done. Yeah, and and like it's been like three months, and you you haven't even done anything to them. And Xavier Woods wasn't even there tonight. It was just a straight two on two match. Oh. It was you know standard. We've seen this match the, before. The, the only thing I remember from the New Day Dudley's match is the Eddie Guerrero spot that Kofi does. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he there was a spot where uh, Kofi grabs Xavier Woods is busted out trombone which they brought to the ring with him do you know what i loved as well did you see new day with the xavier woods yeah, armbands yeah. <laughs> like a commemoration <laughs> so kofi grabs the trombone throws it at um Bubba. At Bubba. yeah uh and then takes a dive and the ref turns around and sees Bubba with the trombone and kofi's just like oh he hit me he hit me <laughs> <laughs> and um the ref is just kind of like, uh, uh, he's he's thinking about disqualifying him, and Bob is like, look, talk, talk to the fans. The fans are like, no, he didn't hit him, and the ref's like, uh, I didn't see it. <laughs> so eventually, Kofi wins with a roll up, and New Day retain. Yeah, I like the New Day. I like the Dudleys. Uh, I think the Dudley should have won the title at maybe Night Champions or MSG. Mm. And 
like there's nothing to this feud anymore no uh, the Dudleys are just kind of cold at this stage yeah they uh, need to bring a new tag team in yeah you've been speculating for a while would you like to uh, the Hardys coming back because yeah. like they're gone from TNA I'm like almost 100% sure they're signed with WWE right now and they're just looking for an opportunity uh, TLC is coming up yeah that was my idea was to bring them back before TLC have t- a three a three tag team TLC match between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and New Day, mm. which could work. It could, yeah, I'd be happy enough to see. Instead that. of chairs, they have trombones. <laughs> <laughs> trombones, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pay for that. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to make enough money so we can pay for the network each month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not just scrounge off the free deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up was the deepest title match between Charlotte and Nikki Bella. Everyone was banned from the ringside, so there was no interference. That should be the way it is for all championship matches, <laughs> just by the way. Yeah. While, while we're putting that out there. Like, the only thing that has an exception is the main event for WrestleMania. Like, they say, they say like, it's a na- normal match. But it's really a no DQ match. Yeah. They don't care. You yeah. can do what you want in <laughs> at WrestleMania. That ref, like you can kick your opponent right square in the nuts yeah. and the ref is not going to call a DQ. <laughs> not at the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. So this was this was surprisingly good. It was, it was better than their match at Night Champions. Charlotte, uh, she, they, they do like a... Um, Charlotte has like an injures her back earlier early on and mm. uh, Nikki work over her back for most of the match. Uh, early on in the match, Charlotte got a cut on her nose. I think Nikki gave her like a forearm. Yeah. Um, so she learned from her dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a flare was on a pay per view, so they bled. Yeah. As as is tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you think that's what Ric Flair did like before she came on is he gave her like a, a little <laughs> a little box and she opened it up and it was Ric Flair's razor blade <laughs> it was just a box full of razor yeah. blades <laughs> Ric Flair panted razors uh, there was good psychology um, Charlotte went for like a figure eight at one point and couldn't get it mm. uh, there was like a really I don't know what the fuck it was but there was like a Tower of Doom type spot yeah. where um, Charlotte's on top and Nikki is going to throw her off but whatever it was it, it looked the landing looked kind of awkward yeah. like Nikki kind of landed on the back of her head and Charlotte was supposed to land on her feet but it looked like she broke her ankles <laughs> when she landed don't do that spot again because it looks dangerous <sighs> match ended with Charlotte eventually hitting a uh, uh, Getting the figure eight on Nikki. Uh, Nikki tapped it. Yeah. As uh, everyone expected. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a weird error on the match. Charlotte tried to do the figure eight, but couldn't get like the bridge for it. Yeah. So it was figure four. And Nikki t- managed to turn it over and then was crawling for the ropes at the same time. <laughs> Damn it, Nikki. You, you reverse the pressure when you turn the figure four over. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows this. <laughs> 
It's just like one of those things in wrestling. Yeah, once you get on your stomach, the figure four is useless. Yeah. It's powerless. It's hurting the person who puts it on. <laughs> it's like everyone in wrestling knows this. It's like you don't headbutt a Samoan, you flip the figure four to, to hurt the person who puts it on. And Rikishi ran over Stone Cold. <laughs> Full the rock. Yeah. Those those are the three things in <laughs> WWE in wrestling that everyone knows. Uh, I enjoyed this match. It wasn't like uh, Sasha versus Bailey level, but it was no. it was quite good. Nikki Bella is, she's not as good as she should be for someone who's been wrestling for like eight years at this stage. Yeah, <laughs> but she is much. She's like a good like two or three steps on the ladder ahead of like Brie. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the match, so I have no input on it. <laughs> no comment. If it's any WWE diva, I just switch it off. Mm. I don't care. Um, have you seen like the NXT stuff with Sasha and Bailey? I've seen the match, mm. uh, the last takeover match they had, uh, and I've seen the one before that as well. The summer, well, not SummerSlam, but SummerSlam. Yeah, the one before, the the one the day before or before SummerSlam. I uh, watched those ones. Yeah, and we watched the Asuka match. Yeah, that was deadly. <laughs> yes. Asuka's a beast. <laughs> uh, she is the female Japanese Brock Lesnar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. I love uh, Asuka's gimmick. She just smiles creepily. All I heard the time. that. I heard that's because like. Uh, she doesn't understand English. <laughs> and like, uh, there's someone to the side of the ring who keeps telling her to smile. So she just keeps doing it. It's a brilliant gimmick. <laughs> she just looks like a lunatic. Yeah. Well, she's kicking people's faces in. Yeah. I, I like Asuka because she's pulling off proper moves. Yeah. Like when we were talking about and I loved her, her is it the swinging armbar? Oh, yeah, there was like a spot in... A takedown armbar, basically. When you're standing up and you, you like, roll into it. A rolling armbar. Yeah, this isn't like the match with Dana Brooke and Brooke went for, like, a clothesline and uh, Asuka reversed it into, like, uh, a rolling, like, Alberto Del Rio's finisher, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, shit. And then you were like, Hulk Hogan did that before. (laughs) And I was like, you're a liar. (laughs) I showed you a clip of Hulk Hogan in Japan wrestling the Great Muta and he did an armbar. Yeah, and my mind was just blown. (laughs) I was like, I could not believe Hulk Hogan did anything that involved him sitting, that like involved him not sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) It was was something else, all right. (laughs) Next match was... The WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins, the champion, versus Kane. Uh, note here, Seth Rollins, who's the champion, entered first. Yep. Yep. Champion doesn't enter first. Challenger enters first. I'll, I'll never get over how amazing Seth Rollins' entrance music is. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Such a good song. It, it is. He does have decent interest music. Uh, I have notes here. Rollins was in charge for most of the match. Um, Kane starts to make a comeback. They bail outside. Uh, Rollins uh, tries to put Kane through the Spanish announce table, but the Spanish announce table no-sells it. Uh, and all of the Spanish announcers celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Finish was Rollins hits a frog splash and pedigree for the win. Rollins. He really needs to drop that pedigree. Yeah. 
He needs something else. I don't know what he needs, but he needs something that isn't the pedigree. Yeah. It, it doesn't look right not coming from Triple H. Yeah, because he's the only one who does it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a question. Did 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 Kane do the, the pedigree bump where, oh. he, where he puts his elbows out first? Where he takes it all on his elbows and yeah. knees? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but I would assume yes. <laughs> You're like, was Kane wrestling? He took that bump. Yeah. Kane, Kane ain't taking no bumps. <laughs> Uh, Rollins carried the match uh, Kane is really starting to show his age mm-hmm. I, I felt um, like he's 48, 49 now yeah. Rollins won clean which really surprised me uh, like the whole build up was him getting the, bis- the piss beaten out of him by uh, Kane like week after week like um, no one really cared about it no it wasn't yeah. like I didn't really care but no one cared Everyone knew the match was just building up to get Demon Kane back yeah. and getting Corporate Kane gone. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was, I was expecting a better match. Yeah. Um, Kane looks great for his age, but like he's still 48. <laughs> um, he was like Sting levels of built. I mean, yeah, like Sting, Sting has like 10 years on him now. Sting's like 46. Yeah. Or 56, excuse me. And I think Sting Rollins' match was a lot better from that Champions. Yeah. It ended Sting's career, though. It, it may very well have ended <laughs> Sting's career, but it was a better match. Mm. Next up, we have the Intercontinental title match coming after the World Heavyweight title yep. match. <sighs> this was a piss break match. I've heard from many people this is Kevin Owens' worst match as well. Yeah, it was Kevin Owens v. Ryback. Um, at Night of Champions, I think Kevin Owens probably got like the best match out of Ryback that yeah. he could possibly get. So it starts off with Owens uh, doing the duck to the outside thing. Yeah. Uh, Ryback follows him. Kevin Owens scoots back into the ring and does the classic WCW spot of just kicking his opponent in the head as he gets back in the ring. That's the one thing I love about Kevin Owens is these fake build-ups. Yeah. Like, is it the Cesaro match when he has Cesaro on the ladder and he builds to do, like, uh, he builds to do the cannonball splash onto the ladder and then he runs up and then he slows down and smacks Cesaro in the face. No, it was Balor. Balor. At the, at TakeOver Brooklyn. Yeah, when he, when he does that. Like, I love when he does that shit. It's just fake build-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Not really much to say about this match. Uh, there was Feed Me More chance. People like the chant. I don't think they care too much about Ryback. <laughs> Uh, Owens wins with a pop-up powerbomb. It was a nothing match. Uh, I've written here, hopefully Owens goes on to feud with someone good. (laughs) The main event, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. Yep. Uh, This this will be the third match in the series. WrestleMania, SummerSlam. And this. Yeah. There wasn't really much build for this. The only thing I want people to forget about is the first Hell in a Cell match Brock and Taker had. Oh, they had a couple of, one or two matches when they first... Mm. Um, the one I remember is the Unforgiven match. Yeah. When Taker puts Lesnar through the, the Unforgiven sign. Yeah, he's fucks him through it. Yeah. <laughs> and when he's like, are you going to be the next big dog or the next bitch? And just starts pummeling him. <laughs> 
Lesnar comes out first. Uh, fucking runs the ropes like they owe him money. <laughs> like he fucking bounced off of yeah. those ropes. <laughs> uh, it's terrifying because every time I forget how agile Brock Lesnar is, and then I remember, and it just terrifies me. He is really fucking fast for a man his size because what was it was it was it when he was fighting Rollins and Rollins runs out of the ring and Lesnar is on him in like two seconds yeah <laughs> it was like after Wrestlemania and Rollins is doing the bit where he's gonna run away through the crowd yeah and Lesnar just fucking catches him yeah. as and Le- Lesnar's like at the other side of the ring <laughs> yeah. as well <laughs> he is scarily quick for a man his size yeah it's terrifying like, can you imagine Ryback moving that quick? Yeah. And they're they're about the same size, roughly. Mm. Uh, if Ryback was that quick, people would like him more. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be amazing if Ryback could move that quick. <laughs> Going to this match, I thought Taker would win. I didn't know who would win. I, I just felt it was going to Taker. I thought it was gonna he would finally get his win over Brock. His mm. clean win. Um Crowd was about 50 50. Uh, maybe a little bit more in Taker's corner. Yeah. From from what I felt. That's because Taker's the. the, the Taker's Taker. Yeah. He's Undertaker. No? Yeah. It's like your man in what culture says, it's like Taker could come out and strangle a puppy <laughs> and people will still chant, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, you. you I, it's. I don't think he could turn Taker heel at this stage. Well, like, his whole thing right now was that he was supposed to be the heel. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. He came out and just kept kicking Brock Lesnar in the dick. Yeah, and just beat him all the time with that. And people were like, eh, go on. Go on, Taker. So, I I was taking notes during that, this entire pay-per-view, but mm. I ended up stop. I stopped taking notes during this match because I just started watching it. <laughs> Um, first note I have on the match is Brock is bleeding like Ric Flair in a knife factory yeah. <laughs> uh, second note I have Brock hits Taker in the face with a chair he is getting fired <laughs> uh, Man, that, their, their entire match was I don't care what the rules are for Vince yeah. <laughs> like the entire thing it was just, fuck Vince, I'm doing what I want. Because, like, what's Vince going to do? He can't fire Brock, because Brock can just jump ship to UFC, and he doesn't want that. Yeah. Brock's still signed for three years, and he's not going to fire Taker. No. <laughs> if he fires Taker, there will be a riot. <laughs> Third line I have is, Undertaker also gets bloody. This is what a Hell in a Cell match should be. And yeah. that's where I stopped taking <laughs> Um, Right after that, did you see when they sent the doctor in? Yeah, and Lesnar just manhandles <laughs> him. <laughs> so, after Lesnar hits like a second F5, the the doctor is um, coerced into going into the ring. <laughs> and he goes over to like Taker first, and I swear I heard Taker tell him to fuck off. Yeah. So, at which point the doctor goes over to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and... <laughs> And timidly gets, he's like yes. he's like a man trying to feel a lion in a zoo <laughs> uh, the, the best way I could put it is Brock Lesnar ejects the doctor from the ring <laughs> and like you don't even see it happen because they the camera was on Taker uh, you, and then and the, you can see it like from the corner because I think they were doing a replay at the yeah. time and like they're doing the replay 
and then Lesnar is just on <laughs> on Taker. Yeah, I missed it the first time because I was watching the replay, and um, like I heard the fans go, Aah! yeah, and like I think Cole was like, "Oh my god, he just killed the official." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe I believe that's along the lines of what he said. <laughs> he he just fucked that doctor up. Yeah, and. Uh, the parts I remember from that match, I don't know at what point it happens, but it's when Taker gets Lesnar in the Hell's Gate and Lesnar breaks out and just pummels Taker in the face. Yeah, he just fucking starts and like punching I, him in the head. And I can't tell if like those punches were real. They looked real. They, yeah, they certainly looked real. I'm, I'm sure if those were real, Lesnar was holding back. Yeah, yeah, because I because when he was punching Taker, Taker's face was bouncing off that apron. Oh yeah, yeah, they were they were stiff, but I don't know how stiff they were. Yeah, I don't well, like he wasn't trying to kill the Undertaker. Yeah, well, to be fair, we I've seen Taker or Lesnar's UFC matches, like the second match where the guy hasn't ma- fought a match since. <laughs> <laughs> like it's easy enough to say that Lesnar was probably pulling his punches in those even if they were stiff uh, punches. Yeah, they were definitely stiff punches on Taker. Lesnar also took his gloves off at one point. Yeah, he took one of his gloves off and punched Taker in the head, and that's when Taker started bleeding. Yeah. So there's a bit of... Um... Do you know what you, we could give props to Lesnar for? He's really good at blading and not showing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's bled for the WrestleMania match. And I have no idea how he did it. No one knows how he did that blade. Uh, I And I've watched that match like four times when his head goes into the fucking turnbuckle. Yeah. And like, I just don't know how he did it. Because the, ge- the camera is on him the whole time. Yeah. The general consensus is he, he used the ring post to blade. He just, <laughs> he just hit his head so hard off the ring post mm. that he split himself. Here... And like in that match, in this match, the camera was off him for maybe... Like a second. Yeah, and he's bleeding all over the place. See, I, I don't know. Like, he, his, it, the cut was, like, on the top of his head. Yeah. So, I I think he might have just cracked his head off the post mm. again. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, I think Taker did blade, though. More than likely. Um, it looked like he was throwing his blade under the, the ring yeah. after Lesnar. But, like, Lesnar did hit him in the head with, like, his his gloveless hand mm. um so i don't know like i don't think lesnar bladed because there was so much blood yeah <laughs> so this match ended with lesnar ripping the ring apart like yeah. literally tearing the canvas i didn't know what he was doing like i see he was like sitting on the apron and then just like put his finger into the ring and i was like what's he doing <laughs> and then just rips it <laughs> It was, I don't think I've ever seen that in WWE before. No, me neither. Like, I had no idea what was going on. He rips the canvas off. He rips, like, the padding off and exposes, like, these wooden boards underneath yeah. the ring. Which point, Taker uh, gets the upper hand, does a tombstone on Brock on the wood, mm. uh, gets the two counts. Uh, Taker stands up. Uh, Lesnar's on his knees. Taker does the... Uh, the, the, the the Tom across the throat. I'm, I'm going to kill you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the the it's over taunt. <laughs> At which point Lesnar uh, low blows hit Taker. Um, the hardest low blow yeah. I've ever seen. 
fucking... Like there was a cracking noise off yeah. of it. Uh, hits a third F5 onto the wood and gets a clean win. Yeah. I think what also should be propped is Paul Heyman's reaction outside of the cell. Yeah. Because <sighs> he was amazing throughout the whole thing. Paul Heyman is always great. <laughs> this... I just realised no one left the cell when they were fighting. No one left the cell tonight. Yeah. I think that mm, that's probably like a first. <laughs> Since they've been doing like the two cell matches a year. I think Lesnar climbed the cell at the end. Did he? No. No one climbed the cell then. No. What a waste. <laughs> they could have just had Rage in a cage instead. Yeah. <laughs> I think this might be one of the best cell matches ever. It's up there. McFoley versus Taker is still my favorite cell match, though. Yeah, um, I, that like most of that like most of that happened outside of the match. Yeah, like, the match didn't officially happen until they both got in the cage. Yeah. At which point Taker had a broken foot and Foley was had, had a broken everything. Yes. Um, I can't really remember too much of that match itself. I remember like all the spots before the match. Mm. But like I think. This is definitely up there in terms of Hell in a Cell matches. I, yeah. I, if, if you came to me and you said, you think this is the best Cell match ever, I would say, I, I wouldn't argue with you. Mm. Um, You'd uh, be like, I don't know, but my gut says maybe. <laughs> my gut says maybe. This, <laughs> this was what a Hell in a Cell match should be. Mm. It was bloody and brutal. And it was the end of a feud. Yeah. And then what happened after the match? Uh, after the match, uh, Lesnar leaves. Taker tries to do the sit-up spot a couple of times and can't. Eventually he gets it. He stands up and there's like a standing ovation mm. in the ring. And at this point... I thought it was done. I thought this was Taker's last match. It was over. Yeah. He, Taker goes down on one knee to do the um, the raise the hands pose. And we hear that bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> and the Wyatts come out. They, four, four of them gang up on Taker and start pummeling him. I thought for sure someone was going to do a run-in. Yeah. And make the save. I thought... At one stage, Lesnar was going to do it. At one stage, Kane was going to do Man, it. Man, if Lesnar did it, the crowd would explode. Oh, uh, yeah. No, they would have gone apeshit. <laughs> uh, For like a build-up between the Wyatts with Taker, with like the Brothers of Destruction mm-hmm. and Brock Lesnar and a third unnamed guy, people would blow their shit. <laughs> I thought JBL was going to run in as well. Like his, he, This was probably the best I've ever heard JBL on commentary. Um... My favorite line was like, "This is a disgrace." The Undertaker paved the way for you, sick, hairy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the indignation of JBL was mm. brilliant. Um, easily the best I've ever heard him on commentary. They beat the Undertaker down. Um, they put him up on their shoulders and. Carry him off the backstage yep. to end the show. End of Hell in a Cell. Uh, overall, good. It was decent. Like every match, like I think the Lesnar Taker match alone brought up the um mm. the show. 
the Bray Roman match was quite good as well. Uh, it it wasn't anything compared to Taker yeah. Lesnar match, but it was it was good. It, it was the second best match in the show. I'd yeah. Um, the worst match I would say is Kevin Owens and Ryback. Yeah. Because I felt literally nothing for it. Yeah. There like was... even the, even the Divas match, I felt something for it because I was like, oh Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> there was Owens Ryback. Um, Rollins Kane were the two worst matches on the yeah. show. I felt. <laughs> Um, and that was Hell in a Cell we'll do a little raw thing if you can remember the matches I remember a handful of them yeah um, yeah we'll do it. We'll, we'll go over raw so it opened with a authority promo yes uh, JBL quipped this is a way to start raw <laughs> yes it is JBL you've been paying attention <laughs> um, the authority comes out they um they gloat about well they they talk about how good Hell in a Cell was yeah they announced that there is going to be a number one contenders tournament that night and we're going to have five matches throughout the night one two yeah four matches four qualifiers and, and a then, fatal four yeah. night they have Rollins and Roman come out and Roman cuts a quick promo uh, like two or three sentences that's mm. all he needs and they go to the first match, which is Roman v. Kofi Kingston. Yes. Yes. Uh, with Big E outside. Uh, Big E was amazing. <laughs> Big E was amazing, as always, with his um, interesting dancing. Yes, and shit-talking abilities. Yeah. <laughs> the same with Kofi Kingston. Uh, Xavier Woods was, again, not there because he is getting married. Laid. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'm trying to remember because I only watched this yesterday so I've got it a bit more fresh than you probably do. Probably. I'm trying to remember what are parts from the match that were anything worth talking about. Um, I, I remember the finish was uh, Kofi goes for like uh, Thunder in Paradise, Roman ducks under it and yeah. Spear for the win I think. Yeah, that's basically it. I can't remember anything else that happens in that match. Uh, so Roman advanced. Um... Well, the promo have... before with New Day was amazing as well. Uh, I can't remember what happened in it, but I remember laughing a lot during that promo. Uh, oh, what happened? I assume they shit talked Roman. Yeah, they called him booty. <laughs> that 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 is one thing they said. They said uh, they said Roman Reigns. Uh, what does New Day have that Roman Reigns doesn't have? And number one was that he doesn't got the booty like Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Number two was that they're not. He's not a champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they had three. Um, they they were like, our hair isn't greasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the next match in the qualifier was Cesaro v Kevin Owens. Yeah, which was amazing. Holy shit! <laughs> Compare Kevin Owens's match last night to this. It's it's spectacular. How little they're doing with Cesaro. Yeah, it's a shame he just can't connect with the audience. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Maybe it's because he's Swiss or something. <laughs> I I love that. Um, that since WWE said he can't connect with the audience, he's going out of his way to show that he connects yeah. with the audience. Like he entered, uh, to the ring and then went to, to the ringside and just hung out with the Cesaro section for a bit, and later on in the match he uppercuts 
Kevin Owens while holding the Cesaro section sign yes, that did. leads him out of the crowd where he runs into the audience and high fives a bunch of the other Cesaro <laughs> section. <laughs> Cesaro is awesome. Yeah. Do more with him. Um, like we've been furious over how little they do with Cesaro. Yeah. Like was it three weeks ago where we spent like an hour shitting on WWE for not doing anything with him. He is over. Do something with him. Yeah. Give him a say. fucking t-shirt. <laughs> yes, make him a new t-shirt. Make make Cesaro section t-shirts, for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah, people would buy that and they don't have to make signs anymore. <laughs> yeah. Done. And uh, Cesaro did a beautiful uppercut. Everything he did in that he, match he, was beautiful. He, he, did it on, he did the same one on SmackDown. Was this like the springboard one? Yeah. Yeah. To I can't remember who he was fighting on SmackDown, but I did see a, a gif of it. It was Luke Harper on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was fighting the Wyatts, wasn't he? Yeah. He's fighting your boy. My boy. <laughs> Luke Harper. Yeah. Wild carry little white family. <laughs> so eventually Owens got the win. Uh I think he did some I think he did like I think some, some cheap spot to win. Yeah, I think it was Cesaro was building up to Oh yeah, uh, Kevin Owens was like half out the ring. Oh yeah, chat yeah. like chatting with the ref, he, and then the ref went over to chat to Cesaro, and then he just pounced on uh, on Cesaro, threw him against the the turnbuckles, and got him for the pop up power bomb and won. Yeah, Owens tied himself up in the ropes so yeah. Cesaro couldn't get to him, and then while the ref was telling Cesaro to step off. Owens jumped out. Well, one thing I liked as well in this match was the start for it when when Owens goes for the roll up pin. Yeah. And then he goes, it's like, it was this close. <laughs> and then Cesaro does the same thing. And Owens comes over and smacks him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are both of them supposed to be heel? No, Cesaro's face. Are you sure? Yeah. I was told yesterday he's supposed to be heel. He's fighting the whites. I guess. That's the problem I'm having nowadays. I can't figure out if Del Rio's a heel. He is supposed to be a heel, but they've done an awful job. Yeah, like... Like, their gimmick is that they're not racist. Yeah. How is that a heel thing? <laughs> the, their gimmick is that they're promoting multiculturalism. Yeah. What terrible people. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Alberto Del Rio, I think his match was next. Yeah. Uh, he cut a promo beforehand with yeah. him and Zeb. Uh, in which he calls Neville a dirty immigrant. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio <laughs> called Neville a dirty immigrant. And then they announced that they were creating a new country yep. called Mex America. Mex America. Yeah. And the flag is just the Mexican flag and the American flag cut in half and sewn together. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure WWE have done stupider things. They have. They have. This is pretty stupid, though. Eugene exists. There was Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's the zombie. The yeah yeah. <laughs> the so this match. I think Del Rio went over clean. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he was supposed to be healed. He still hasn't done the running armbar though. No. He got cheered throughout the match. Uh, even though he's supposed to be a heel mm. uh, one clean and that was that I saw about the Divas for a second They're, they had a tag match between P- 
Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. Yeah. Uh, last night after Charlotte won at home cell, Paige and Becky came out. Um, Paige kind of was elbowing Becky out of the way to yeah. to be Charlotte's bestie friend. Because <laughs> uh, that's what all women do. Yep. All they do is fight over who's their best friend. Yep. <laughs> so Charlotte, Becky, and Paige, I think it was versus Team Bella. More than likely. More than likely. Yeah. Fucking else were they going to tag against? Team Bad. <laughs> it was one of them, I can't remember. Yeah. But they lost. And after the match, Paige turned on Charlotte and Becky. Finally. <laughs> well, she turned on them like two weeks ago as well. Yeah. They brought her back. Yeah. I just don't understand. This is Russo levels of booking. Yeah. And she beat the shit out of him. And she was probably going to be their best friend. Comments. next week yeah <laughs> so it looks like it's going to be Paige versus Charlotte for the title somewhere mm-hmm. down the line everyone who lost at Hell in a Cell were in a tag match straight after that yes the Dudleys versus Ryback Dudleys and Ryback it was a six man it was Dudleys and Ryback v someone oh Rusev Sheamus and was it Rusev Sheamus and Barrett again yeah yeah. I think so. Uh, Barrett's out. No, not Barrett. Rusev's out now as well with an injury. Yeah, Rusev has has like a bicep injury. And he's Did st- you see his tweet? Oh, uh, yeah. It was like, um, my bicep is injured because my it's muscles too- are too big. Yeah. <laughs> Rusev's Twitter is the best thing. Oh. <laughs> um. I can't remember who won. I think the that one we saw is still the best when he was like, "My mother keeps talking about how great John Cena is for fighting with a broken nose." I guess I'm not talking to her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what a man! Uh, he he's not going to be out for too long. Apparently, maybe like a month. Yeah. So not too bad. Uh, I can't remember who won. I think the heels won. Who cares? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's be honest. It's the losers match. Yeah. Uh, the final qualifier match was for the it was, four weight yeah, number one it was contenders. Big, Big E. Big E versus Dolph Ziggler. With Tyler Breeze and Summer Rae watching. Yeah, they were eating grapes and, and shit. And everyone lost their shit when they saw Tyler Breeze appear on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> um... Don't remember too much. I remember Ziggler won. Yeah, um, the match was the match was real fun, funny to watch though. Mm. There's a part where Kofi is going to do the leg sweep on uh, I forgot his name. Ziggler it's on Ziggler. He's going to do like a leg sweep on Ziggler, and uh, he goes to kick Kofi in the face, and Kofi gets away in time. And you hear you can hear him going, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> So cool, man. So uh, cool. And there's the bit where um, or Biggie runs outside and grabs uh, Tyler Breeze's drink and just downs it. Sigler <laughs> <laughs> wins. Can't remember how, but he wins. Yeah. Moves on to the fatal four way. So we have. Which was unfair for Ziggler. He had 20 minutes during the Susan G. Coleman yeah. bit to rest. Yeah. Um, which I think Seth Rollins who was on commentary for the Fatal 4 way pointed yeah. out it was unfair yeah. that Roman had his match yeah. first <laughs> yeah. um, 
Yeah. We had to talk about how Soviet Union common were great. Yeah. Which they're not. Nope. Terrible people. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty well documented that they're that they're scumbags. Yeah. Who just spend most of their money suing other charities. Yep. Punk got a lot of shit for talking about that on Twitter. I don't think he cares. He doesn't. No. <laughs> If, I wouldn't care if I was in CM Punk's spot. No. Married you're... to AJ, making millions, working on a comic book. Like, I wouldn't complain if I was in CM... I wouldn't care about anything if I was in CM Punk's position. <laughs> Fit four-way was Roman, Alberto, Ziggler, and Kevin Owens. It was a really good match. It was. It was very good for a fatal four-way. And Rollins was great on commentary. He was. Because he wasn't doing a, the chicken shit heel thing. He, he like he was doing like a genuine I want to see who wins, but then he was getting worried when it was Roman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, lots of good little spots in this match. Um, Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Alberto. Yeah, Kevin Owens and Alberto form a team yeah. during the, during the during the match so they can beat down each uh, the other two. I loved when uh, they had Reigns like knocked out outside and like Kevin Owens would go they're about to do like a tag move and he's like give me a second and jumps outside and kicks Reigns in the face and comes back in <laughs> but he like comes up through the steel steps he doesn't like ro- roll himself in it takes his time yeah <laughs> um, match ended with uh, Kevin Owens being pinned by Roman Reigns after a spear yeah I'm trying to remember if there's anything else noteworthy in the match. I think Alberto and I liked as well Al- Alberto and Kevin Owens. I think he wanted to do a suplex. Yeah. And then he was trying to explain it to Alberto. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh it was good raw overall. Yeah. Uh, I will say in the fatal four way match. Oh, we forgot about Kane. Yes, we forgot the the white segments. Um, yeah. Ray White came out, sat in his little rocking chair, and talked about how he is devouring the soul of the Undertaker to rejuvenate himself. Yeah, basically. Uh, Kane eventually comes out. Um, Everyone lost their shit because yeah. they realized there's going to be a Brothers of Destruction reunion. As he's getting in the ring, uh, we hear that loop, loop, loop. Yeah. And uh, the four, the the three other Whites appear, and they beat down Kane. And carry him out like they carry out the Undertaker and What One of my favourite things in that is uh, Strawman trying to look dignified carrying Kane's legs. Did you see <laughs> yeah. Did you see him do that? He was going to put Kane's legs on both of his shoulders yeah. at one point and then realise how stupid he'd look. <laughs> he thought about it for a second. Yeah, because I was watching it and I seen him do it. I seen him like go for like the, go for like the move to put the other leg onto his shoulder and he realised how stupid he'd look so he went back <laughs> and put Kane, both of his legs on one shoulder and carried him out. But yeah, it, it looks like they're going to do some sort of Survivor Series type match. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's going to be a Survivor Series match. Is going to be the Wyatts versus the Brothers of Destruction and two other people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the two other people could ever be though. Um, probably not Sting, because he's mm, that may makes never no, be able to wrestle again. No sense either. Yeah, but it's WWE. <laughs> when do they care about making sense? So. No, I can't think of anyone. No. If it's just the Brothers of Destruction versus the Whites, I'd be happy enough with that, though. Mm. Uh, overall, it was a good Raw. 
Um, the story was uh, we're going to crown a new number one contender. Yeah. I think they could have stretched that out to next week as well. Yeah. Maybe have to f- fail four ways the main event. Yeah, or they could have had like two of the. They could have had three three matches of it, like mm. Reigns versus Owens and Del Rio versus Ziggler and go and the winner of that those two matches. Yeah, that could work. You know, get get, get some mileage out of it. Yeah. No idea what the matches for Hell in a Cell or not Hell in a Cell Survivor Series are going to be yet. Nope. Um, no one does <laughs> no they'll they'll become clear in the next couple of weeks yeah hopefully um, hopefully it's not a weak build <laughs> no I mean, it, it probably will be in WWE <laughs> but yeah it was it was a decent enough raw uh, ratings were slightly up they were the best since August yeah which, I which mean, isn't saying it's not much. Saying much. <laughs> um, but like, it's the best they've had since football came back. Yeah. So hopefully, Raw keep to like this standardish. Mm. It won't, but like next next week, I know it's gonna be the the week of six man tag matches. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Raw was was decent. Hannah was good. Raw night afterward was decent. Yeah. That's it, really. I can't think of anything else that happened on Raw worth talking about. No. I can't even think of anything in wrestling that happened this week. No. Worth talking about, besides Rusev being injured. Um, the amount Del Rio's being paid. Yeah. Get like one and a half million or something. Tyler Breeze was on Raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so... I mean, the feuds for Survivor Series might be... Cesaro on Ziggler, Breeze, Alberto Neville. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. If you get Cesaro on a pay-per-view, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. Get Cesaro doing anything. Yeah, basically anything. Uh, oh, oh yeah, of course. We're going to have uh, Reigns versus Rollins for the title of the yeah. Survivor Series. And the Divas match would be like Paige versus Charlotte. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, that, that's about it. I suppose we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Irish Whipcast. Yeah. Uh, our YouTube channel is Irish Whip Podcast. Uh, this is episode one. Um, stay tuned.